Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with two of your favorite Mouska moms, Jennifer. Hello. And Juliana, that's me. Lori is still enjoying her Disney cruise, headed home as we speak, probably crying the whole way, <laughs> leaving paradise. But here we are, um, Jen and I, and uh, you know, all three of us came to you in the end of September with an all you need to know about Disney Genie and Disney Genie Plus. And at that time, of course, the new service hadn't yet been released. So, but it's live now. And um, so once we could only tell you what we were thinking, what we speculated, what the buzz was, what we hoped for, but now that it's fully operational, Disney fandom is a buzz, and our very own Jennifer Price has returned from a trip where she tried out Genie for herself and for the rest of us, actually. So we can't wait to hear. I'm really excited because I'm dying to know. But first, the Mouska cocktail. So, yes, so my, my trip was literally whirlwind. I was in Disney for the day. <laughs> um, so I did not get to enjoy a cocktail during that day, but we found a fun missed, recipe. Missed opportunity missed right opportunity. There. It was a missed opportunity. <laughs> I'm always a disappointment. Um, but we did find a good replacement to kind of highlight our topic for today and honor the Disney genie. Um, you can Google it. It's the Magical Three Wishes Genie Teeny. So in this drink, we have grenadine, lemon drop, vodka, and blue curacao over ice, shaken, not stirred as a martini. It sounds a little bit sweet, but I guess the lemon drop makes it a little tart. I don't know. It sounds fun. It sounds reasonable to me, and... It sounds better than the blue cocktail that they sell at Disney World, which has peach schnapps in it. They're the blue glow teeny. It's like a famous Disney cocktail you can get sort of everywhere that, that looks like the genie that I was going to suggest but didn't want to. So this one sounds much better. I totally want to drink this. And if you want to make it glow, just get yourself one of those glow cubes that from your Disney cocktail from your last trip. Throw it in there. It'll be awesome. I'll buy them on Amazon. <laughs> they, sell, they sell them on Amazon. How much are they on Amazon? I'm curious. They weren't expensive. It was like a package of 15 for like five bucks or something. Because Disney charges like eight bucks for one of those oh, ice cubes. Yeah, if no you way. Wanna, if you don't order the drink, they charge like eight bucks for an ice cube. Yeah, not Shocking. worth it. No. Worth it. But, you know, your kids are whining. They want it. You've had the cocktail. <laughs> Anyway, you're a little loose. one thing leads to another. You've got a drawer full of the teeny, the glow teeny ice cubes. So you stick it in this. What was it called? The Three Wishes Genie Teeny. Teeny. I love that name too. It is cute. It is cute. I love the the true confessions from Juliana. <laughs> <laughs> Always right? more teeny confessions. Important. Important. So speaking of genie, genie yes. teeny. Yes. All right. So a quick review, right? So yeah. Disney Genies, the complimentary service in the My Disney Experience app that is supposed to help you plan your day in real time based on information you input before you get there, right when you get there, however you want to do it. Then there's Genie Plus, which is a paid service. Can you hear my puppy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then there's Genie Plus, which is a paid service to pay per person per day that allows you access to the Lightning Lane using a return time system in the app. I don't want to get into too many details because we've discussed it all before. And then in addition to that, there's the individual attraction selection option, which can be done on its own or with Genie Plus, where you pay for pre-scheduled access to up to two attractions per day. These Correct. Are the e-ticket attractions. So we had a lot of questions. <laughs> there's a lot to know there was a lot to unpack here and especially as somebody who just went for the day it was um it was difficult i definitely see the value in it for an extended vacation for the day for the day it was great too because i was there for such a short amount of time and and i got to do a lot like i literally was there for three hours i rode uh remy and Soren and something else. Oh, the three caballeros, because I have to. <laughs> so, so did you? Well, right. So the thing is, it's hard, right, in such a one in a one day to to really be able to break down the features of every single aspect of the app. Like you didn't? Did you use the plain old genie app at all for anything? I did. I used did. it a little bit. Um, I wanted to check out the, um, they have like a feature on there where you can do like enhanced photos and like kind of like Snapchat filters. Mm -hmm. so and I that's wanted... with the basic genie? That actually, that was with the D genie plus. Did I use the basic genie? I did. I did because I filled it in um, before we left. So we had a super early flight that morning. So um, you are able, if you are not adding the Disney Genie Plus to your package, you will be able to add it just for the day, starting at midnight, the day that you want to use it. I didn't do that all craziness because there's really no reason to. It's not going to sell out. Um, so what I did, you can make your, your individual attraction selections at starting at seven if you're a resort guest. So I just purchased the Disney Genie Plus a little bit before seven, and that was no problem. But did you need to purchase the Disney Genie? You didn't need to purchase the Disney Genie Plus to make those individual attraction selections. No, but I wanted to make Lightning Lane selections as in well. the Disney Genie Plus as well. Okay. And so like Soren, for example, is not a Lightning Lane or not an individual attraction right. selection. So right. I wanted to ride that without waiting. Right. Um, and so that meant that I needed both things. So I knew I wanted to ride Remy because I'd never ridden it before. So I needed to purchase the individual attraction selection, which is a totally separate purchase. I don't remember how much it was because um, it does change every day. And then I needed to purchase the Disney Genie Plus because I wanted to make sure that I was able to use it and see how it worked. Mm -hmm. um, and there are definite differences. So with the Disney Genie Plus, when you're making that selection, you aren't given options for like to come back later. Like I needed to wait. I was doing this all from the airplane and I couldn't do that for Disney Genie Plus because it was giving me selections that were closest in time to where I was right now. Okay. So I wasn't going to get there yet. But individual attraction selection you can make for when you can make for whenever. So that that that's a big difference right there. It does by paying that supplement, you are getting more flexibility in your being able to use that. 
Right. But I, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, well, not really. I mean, so we can, so the Disney Genie Plus is, is an add-on to the app that you can purchase per person per day um, of tickets where it then allows you, as I was saying earlier, to, and as you were explaining, to pick sort of almost like a virtual queue for an attraction where they say you have to come back and ride this ride in 40 minutes or in 30 mm -hmm. minutes or in, in two hours, whatever the wait time is at the time that you choose that particular attraction. So what Jen is saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is you've got to be in the park to do that, to make your first Genie Plus selection of all the attractions. What is it, like 40-something attractions yeah. right, that are included? You need to either be in the park or like getting ready to be at right. the, like getting on the waiting for the bus. Um, do does it open though? So you have to have it purchased anytime after midnight, but by seven. Correct, or you know, add it as part of your package, and then you don't have to worry about any of this, which is brilliant. And then. Um, so for individual attraction selections, you can start making your selection at set right at seven. Right. For the Disney Genie Plus attractions, you need to wait until park opening, regardless right. of where you're staying, if you're right. staying in property, off property. Set. So that's why I really, even though the park was open while right. I was on the airplane and everything, I was not going to be there for quite a while. So it was not in my best interest to make that selection just yet because I, it was going to go to waste. Right. But then the individual attraction selections, which, as we explained, are the sort of singular purchase, skip the line at this specific designated time, you know, price changes per day, depending on the ride, yada, yada. Those, when you go to select those, which you can select at 7 a.m. if you're staying on property and once you enter the park, if you're not, which is important. This was something that I want to that I want to talk about right here. So. You remember I just said I was trying to do this from the airplane. So I clearly was not at the resort yet. However, if you are staying on property, you have a resort reservation and you do online check-in, which means that that day I was already checked into my resort according to, you know, the computer. I was I was considered a resort guest and I was able to make a selection at seven o'clock. Yes, I so definitely really important for arrival day. If you are concerned about not getting the you know bang for your buck um, because you won't be at your resort yet, you you will because as long as you do online check in. Um, you will be considered checked into the resort. You will be considered a resort stay starting that day, and you will be able to use all the perks that go along with that. And where Genie Plus is concerned, you will be able to use that individual attraction selection at seven instead of having to wait until park opening, which is, it's, I don't think it's as much of an issue on days that are not crowded, but if you're there on any school school break, if you're there on a weekend and you're trying to get Rise of the Resistance or you're trying to get, um, you know, Flight of Passage, one of those big ticket, e-ticket items, that's going to make or break your day because as I was seeing throughout my day there, um, individual attraction selections um, and this was a really, so a lot of people had questions about virtual queues. 
uh, right now, Remy, the only way that you are able to ride Remy's Ratatouille adventure is through a virtual queue or through purchasing an individual attraction selection. I definitely want to talk about how you are able to make that choice because, because they both open at the same time. But what you were saying about, you know, that the 7 a.m. thing might make a difference in staying on property and not. So the reason for this is, unlike what I was trying to get at before and forgot, but when I <laughs> rubbed my nose, the, the reason for this is that the time slot, you can actually choose time slots with the individual attraction selection. So you don't need to be there or on your way in or getting close because if you choose at 7 a.m. to ride Remy or what it like, does Remy have? Yes, if you want to do the, the individual attraction selection for Remy, you can choose it for 5 p.m. if it's available. Yes. So you have Long much more available. control. Right. right. So unlike the regular Genie Plus attractions where you just get assigned the next available return time. That was yeah. the point that I had wanted to make. But what do you do, Jen, if a ride is offering a virtual queue and is one of the individual attraction selections? There's no option for, you know, standby. Yeah. So that was our that was our big question that we had before all of this launched. So this is a great a great example is to use Remy's Ratatouille Adventure because that's exactly your choice. You do not have the option for a standby queue right now. You do not have the option of single rider. You don't have the option. It's not on G Genie Plus. The only way that you can ride Remy's Ratatouille Adventure right now is via an individual attraction selection, which is that additional charge or through a virtual queue. So while I was on the airplane, <laughs> again, I was able to do this all from you know 30,000 feet. Um, I did get a virtual queue return time of like 1.30 p.m. or whatever it says, group number 70, whatever, which had an estimated return time of 1.30. And when I got to Disney and I was able to do an individual attraction selection, um, I was able to do both. So you are able to do, to use both vehicles to secure This is the only workaround to be able to use, you know, a skip the line, so to speak, a lightning lane for the same attraction in one day. This is the only way to do it, right? Because you can't purchase an individual attraction selection and then, and then, um, wait on the, on the you know, and then ride it and do it again. Or you can't, Correct. and you can't lightning lane, the lightning lane Genie Plus rides more than once. You can only do one. So if a ride has a virtual queue, and is an individual attraction selection. That is, seems to be the only way yes. that you can so do it. So for, for Rise of the Resistance, which does not currently have um, a virtual queue, you can still ride that more than once. You can purchase your individual attraction, attraction selection once mm -hmm. to ride without a wait and go on the lightning lane, or you can wait on the standby queue. So you, right. can, and you can wait on the standby queue as many times as you want. Right. So and it's can... technically the same thing, honestly. I mean, right. the, the idea behind the virtual queue is, is the same as a standby line. Yes, but the interesting thing about the virtual queue 
is that my number or my time slot came up way faster with my individual attraction selection than it did with the virtual queue. So remember initially I had like group 70 or whatever it was and it had an estimated return time of 1.30. Throughout the day, I watched that estimated return time get later and later and later because they prioritize people who have purchased that individual attraction selection. So all those people were going ahead of me and my number kept getting pushed back. So that when I eventually rode, I think I rode around three or 3.30, my virtual queue return time was called after that. So that's something interesting to note as well. So yes, you can do both. And if you want the, the, the free way of riding an attraction like that that has a virtual queue you can certainly do that but keep in mind you will that's not a guarantee so if this is a high priority for you the only way to guarantee it is to purchase that individual attraction selection because right. if you think about it had my virtual queue number been higher i might not have gotten called gotten called at all right Right. That is that. Right. I think that's one of the things that a lot of us forget is that, um, you know, virtual queue. Well, nothing's a guarantee because rides break down, of course, but a virtual queue is just an estimated wait time in line. So just like anything else, if they don't get to number 7,965, they just don't. But by all means, great strategy for riding twice. You might as well. Um, if I had liked Remy's Ratatouille adventure, I would have hopped right back on the line and gotten on with my virtual queue return time. But but that's a conversation for another day. That is a conversation <laughs> for another like day. Yeah, I totally would have been able to do that one twice. Um, I actually almost named this puppy Remy, by the way. I love Remy. I love Ratatouille. Just not the ride. Was not a fan of things. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So I have another issue that has come up. It sounds like you didn't have a problem. So you had five people in your party. But I was the only one who went. But you were the I only one who went to the park. Right. So this is my point. So a lot of people are having issues with making the individual attraction selections at 7 a.m. when they have not yet arrived to the resort, or even if they are there but haven't physically gotten to their rooms. One of the solutions has been, as you said, to make sure that you do the online check-in. Um, but yet, I was reading that there are still some glitches and some issues with people who, even in the same room, some are on and some are not. And I guess at this point, it becomes... A guest services issue um, and my advice to anyone who experiences this problem is you're right it is your right to be able to make those selections at 7 a.m because you paid for the service and you are a resort guest and the service is good on the day of check-in regardless of whether or not you have gotten physically to your room it's been assigned to you or whatever. So something on the back end at Disney with how they're coding this isn't working very well for them for some people, but, um, and it, it might be annoying, but you're right. And don't take no for an answer. They won't give you no for an answer. They know you're right. They will make it right. You'll all get on the ride. Don't worry about it. And, and to that note, we'll go, we'll go into some of the issues that I had that day because I did have some technical difficulties and guest services was phenomenal. They always are. Guest they always are. And the other thing to note is they do have a guest um, experience team umbrella 
outside of all of the attractions that have an individual attraction selection option to it and a lot of the other e-ticket. Like there was one right outside of Soren where somebody was available there and they were able to help me right away with no issues. It was seamless and great. Um, the other thing that I'm interested in experiencing in a couple of months is when I go back with my family in April, I am an annual pass holder. My, the rest of my family will be going just on regular tickets. And so they'll be able to purchase their, their Disney Genie Plus ahead of time and just attach it to the package. I will not. I will have to go in every single day and purchase the Disney Genie Plus, even though I have a resort stay because I don't have a package with tickets attached to it, if that makes sense. So for those of you who are considering um, getting an annual pass, that's I'm not looking forward to that. It means I'm going to have to wake up early every single day and make sure I have Disney Genie Plus attached to my ticket as well, especially because I'm usually the one that's making these arrangements and plans for my family on my My Disney Experience app. So if I don't have it. So even so even if you have both your your resort reservation and your separate annual pass linked in your My Disney Experience account, it doesn't recognize the two. That is what they're telling us that we need to do right now. Again, we're in the bait, we're in the infant stages. So who knows right. if by April they're gonna come up with some sort of solution. But today on November 10th, that's what the solution is. They are telling us that we need to go in every single day, purchase the Disney Genie Plus, and then we're good to go. So it sounds like there's no way around that for any annual pass holder, no. whether or not anyone was in, whether or not everyone in your room had an annual pass, it Correct. doesn't matter. Bummer. That's weird. Oh, well. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. You're going to, you're going to wake up and, and you're gonna wake up and do it and hope that hope that by April they have some different way of recognizing that a resort stay is also attached to that. And we'll see. I'm not going to worry about it now because it is in the infant stage and they are ironing out a lot of kinks. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. A couple of those kinks are going to be on, on you, our listeners and guests who are visiting Disney, to make sure that you're going to want to do. So we talked about the first one. We talked about making sure that you do that online check-in, which is going to be crucial if you want to do that day of arrival um, park visit and use the Disney Genie Plus. Make sure you do online check-in for sure. So that's on you. The second thing that you're going to want to do that I didn't do, and this was my fail, is you're going to want to make sure that you have the latest version of your um uh, operating systems on your phone, number one. So I, I did not have the latest iOS update completed on my phone. And so my app was not working the way it needed to be working. And I ran into a lot of issues. So make sure before you, and by the way, when you do those updates on your iPhone, uh, I'm not sure about Android because I don't use Android, but I know that when I do those updates for my operating systems on, and on, um, on iPhone, it takes hours. <laughs> so when I didn't discover that this was the issue until I got to the theme park and guest services told me, 
And it took hours for my phone to update. And so um, I could not really use Disney Genie Plus in the way that I needed to be able to use it that day. So you're going to want to make sure that you do that well in advance of your trip. And you're also going to want to make sure that the latest version of the app is on your phone. You're going to know that it's the latest version of your app because the icon is no longer just Cinderella's Castle. It's the 50th anniversary Cinderella's Castle with the iridescent colors and the actual 50 symbol on it that that's how you know that you do have the latest version of your app if you don't have it the easiest way to make sure that you update it is just by removing the app and then reinstalling it um, so that those are my big tips for you so um so <laughs> Because I didn't do all those things ahead of time, I did have the latest version of the app, but I did not have the latest, what is it, 15 point whatever operating system for iOS. Um, I was not able to book things on the plane. I was able to do a virtual queue. I wasn't able to do an individual, uh, uh, individual attraction selection. I kept thinking, well, maybe I've been told the wrong information. Maybe we can't do it ahead of time before we've actually physically gotten to Disney property. So um, so I waited. And then when we got to Disney property and I you know, connected to Disney Wi-Fi, I thought, well, surely now I can do it. And it didn't. And then when our room was ready, I thought, well, surely now I can do it. And I still couldn't. And then when I scanned my magic band and entered Epcot, I thought, all right, well, now I'm going to be able to. And I still couldn't. So it was because I did not have the newest version on my phone. Guest Services was totally able to help me. They saw that I checked in. They saw that I, I um, um, had purchased, I had. I was able to purchase Disney Genie Plus. I just wasn't able to use it. So they saw that. And so they were able to get me all the things that I wanted from their end because I still couldn't do it on my phone because I was waiting for the update to process. Um, so what Juliana said about making sure you go and you advocate for yourself at Disney at uh, guest services, absolutely do it, but you won't have to fight because they're great. No, yeah, yeah. I know it came out. Like I was like, you're right. And you know, but like, yeah. you don't get mad. Right. Yeah. Don't get like, Oh, this isn't working. And, and nobody did anything wrong per se. It'll get fixed. Just know that, that you're right in knowing that you should have absolutely. that access. It's, and it's, it again, it's in the infant stages. There was no line at guest services. They were able to help me right away. I stayed an extra 15 minutes to kind of talk to them and get the whole scoop. So I was able to ask them all these questions. They were able to get me, I, I mean, I got a return time for Remy and they didn't charge me at the individual attraction selection because wow. they were like, listen, we saw that you had all these problems. Just go, you're only one person, go ahead. Oh, um, oh, so they nice. were able to help me do all of that. They got the Disney Genie Plus selection for Soren at the time I wanted. Um, so they really are there to help. And again, um, because I couldn't see it on my Disney Genie Plus because I was still waiting for the update, when I went over to Soren and saw the guest experience team umbrella there, they were able to help me over there too. So it, they have a lot... They know that there are kinks in the system that they're trying to work out, and they have a lot of um, options in place for you to get that help that you need. But yes, 
But eventually, I was able to use everything. So I was able to do, I was able to go into the Disney Genie Plus. I was able to get a different selection for that day. Oh, Spaceship Earth. That's what I wrote at the end of the day. And I was able to use my app to get that. It was super easy. I didn't have to because there was like a 10 minute wait, but I wanted to see how it worked. And then that morning, I was able to go in to the Disney Genie app and or the app, the place in the My Disney Experience app that just had the Disney Genie. And I was able to set my selections or my preferences. And so one of the things like they ask you, you know, um, what are your priorities? What kind of rides do you like? You know, do you like princesses, pirates? Are you into superheroes? They ask you all these questions like a survey and you go through it. And then throughout the day, little pop-ups will come up like, oh, you're really close to um, Frozen Ever After. You said you were interested in princesses. The best time to see that would be 3 o'clock. I love that. So this is what I was what I was curious about earlier. This is the basic genie stuff yeah. that you don't have to pay any extra for. It's part included yeah. with your park ticket. Did you, and, and you do this onboarding process that you were just describing where you answer questions. Did you find that? It was, it, it was helpful information. Did it work well? It sounds like it worked based on both your location and wait times. And yes, it's definitely um, Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> it always was, though. It always was, um, but it was helpful because mm -hmm. it really did. It kept dinging. Like I was walking in the World Showcase, and it kept dinging things that I might be interested in. And then every time I opened the app, it would give me updates on like, oh. You know the the shortest um, the or the fastest return time for our test track is this time. If I wanted to go and and do a, a lightning lane selection for that, um, so you didn't really have to. It's very user friendly. It was very. Um, it really did walk you through the whole process of putting in your information. I'm curious to see if it's going to ask me all that information for each trip or just the first time I use it. And then that's it. Cause like, I feel like my answers are different when I'm alone versus when I'm with my kids. Well, I thought that I had read that you had to go through it for each day. Well, I was only there one day, so I'm not sure. Did it ask you specific questions about specific things at the park you were visiting by any chance? No. It asked me very general questions. Like it wanted to know if I liked thrill rides. It wanted to know if I was interested in shows, what characters I liked. Um, I want to know like, so sometimes there's a show and it's offered multiple times a day, right? But just a specific show I want to see. So what I want to know is like, you know, can I, can I plug that in there? And then. Yes. You were able to like, I would plug in Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. That's my priority. So you were able to make specific selections like that. I don't remember which part of the questionnaire or survey that was, mm -hmm. but um, there were broad questions and then you were able to make like specific I think you could even do that for characters. Like you could say broadly, like I love princesses, but I think if there is a particular princess that you needed to see, mm -hmm. I think there was a way to indicate that as well. I love this. I don't know that it's something like the ge the basic genie, as I've been calling it, is something that I feel like I, as, as the Disney expert, I like to call myself, would use 
all that much, but I really do want to use it in Hollywood Studios <laughs> because for me, Hollywood Studios has always been just the trickiest part to have a um, strategy for. I feel like since since Rise of the Resistance and um, MMRR, because I can't even say the letters, let alone Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, I actually find it easier to have a strategy for Hollywood Studios now because there's those rides and no shows. But when the shows are there and the shows are at specific times and you want to get to see everything, I find it a really hard park to maximize. So I, I really want to try this there one day soon. The other thing that I liked, and I think this is part of the Disney Genie Plus, is that... Um, so I wound up getting a little something to eat after I rode Remy and I just was sitting and there's part of the app that you can press. There's the, the like, I want to call it a Snapchat filter, but it's not, you know, uh -huh. um, and then there's another part that you can press that will give you like a behind the scenes kind That's of genie plus. Yeah. For me, this alone is worth it, right? It was really cool. Like I was sitting, where was I sitting? I was sitting right outside of Morocco and you press it and it was just telling, like I was eating my Brazilian cheese ball thingies. So <laughs> you don't have to do anything because it knows where you are. You just push the button and it gives you a little something. I love this though, because like I was saying earlier, that, that the, the whole thing about the genie is supposed to give you more time to enjoy all the things around you at Disney. Think about Epcot, for example, since that's where you were. All the cool things that you walk right by that sometimes you don't. We always harp on everyone about stopping to smell the roses. So while you're not standing in line, <laughs> smushed up with 50 other people, you can sit in Morocco and have a little snack is, and listen to a little history or whatever interesting really cool. So I So a couple of years ago, I had the good fortune of doing a VIP tour. And that was my favorite part, was all the little tidbits mm -hmm. that he was giving us mm -hmm. as we walked through the theme parks and like the history and the lore. And like, that's the stuff as, you know, a, a Disney fan, that's what I love. And so this was... I'm not going to lie. It was not quite as good as having the VIP guide there to, you know. No, it's not. It. But it was it was pretty darn close That's for a awesome. whole lot less of, of Think of about that for a minute. How much is a VIP tour? Hundreds yeah. of dollars an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, this is was, $15 a day. This was a good consolation prize and it was cool cuz like I, granted I was by myself, so that it was cool to have something to do while I was eating, but even if I was sitting there with my family, like how cool would it be to like put my phone in the middle of the table and to listen to this interesting or read this interesting stuff. Yeah. I so I, I I was impressed. Granted, I was there by myself. I was only using it for a day. I did have technical issues, so I feel like I have not gotten the full experience yet, but pretty darn close. Um, pretty darn close. And I, I, I don't know, should I give my, my review? It sounds like you tried a lot of the features. I think it's fair for you to be able to give a review based on your limited experiences. You've tried it all. Yeah, well, so my review then... And the so mouse lead us right into the mouse tip. I think so. Well, yeah, then let's do it. Um, so, so yes, so they definitely have some kinks to iron out, but literally we're in what week three of this. Um, so I'm not, I'm not worried. Um, 
I think that this is totally worth the money to add this to your vacation. Um, especially if you're traveling, like I said, during a school vacation, during summer break, over a weekend. Uh, it just adds in much of the same way where I would say to a client or a friend or family pre-COVID, um, how can you go to Disney over Christmas week without utilizing the fast pass system? So too, would I say that about Disney Genie? Like how can you go to Disney over Christmas week without adding Disney Genie plus to your vacation? Because, For sure. but what would you say to people who are like, well, I'm going in October and sometimes it's busy. Sometimes it's not, you never know. I'm just going to wait, see how I feel. We talked about this earlier. Should, is it worth it to wait? I think it depends on who you're traveling with. I guess if I'm traveling just with adult like you girls, maybe I would gamble that, but it is a gamble. It's and a gamble. I would say don't. I, yeah, I, I'm going to say I, I haven't tried it, but for me, I'm adding it to my package for every day ahead of time because yeah. I don't want to worry about it every day. You were just saying about how kind of it's annoying for annual pass holders to have to do. So I, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, again, I didn't use it, so I'm not the expert here, but I'm saying but add it. And I think that's exactly, like, you don't need to be an expert. You don't need to have used it. I think that the key word there is what you just said. It's a gamble. And are you, you know, we work so hard for our vacations and we plan so hard and so much in advance. Are you really going to, you know, for $15 a day, gamble that you're not going to have the best day ever? I, yeah, for me, I just consider it a part of like, oh, they raised the prices on tickets. <laughs> That's the way I have to look at it. And I don't mean to be cavalier about it because because it is and it is a lot of extra money when you have a big family and whatnot. But um, I think that getting it in advance sort of makes it feel like part of the ticket price. It takes the sting out of feeling when you're on vacation, like you're being nickel and dimed, which some of us do. I, and I think that you're just already spending so much on this vacation that that if a little bit more is going to really enhance your experience, which talking to you sounds like it is. And I think I'm it's sold. a good comparison to like, we talked about it before they released what it was going to be all about. We talked about the comparison to universal studios and the express pass. And I would never do that vacation without the express pass, because again, you spend so much time planning this vacation. You spend so much money on it and to gamble going there, arriving there, and being able to experience a handful of rides versus all the rides that you want. Right. That to me is a no brainer. So uh, yeah, I, it was, it was well worth the money and, and I would, I would recommend it a hundred percent of the time. All right. So that's the mouse tip then. Yeah. Yes. Get it, add it on ahead of time, get it done and over with, yeah. swallow it all at once, be ready to go and have your, and then we can tell you how to use it. And then use all the features, like use all the little right. Snapchat filters and all that kind of right. stuff. It's fun. Play around. Yeah, we, book, we book it in advance for you, and then we can we can talk about how to use it that whole time leading up to your trip. Wouldn't that be fun? Absolutely. <laughs> all right. I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for spending another episode with us. If you've enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released because we don't want you to ever miss an episode. And also, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps. Thanks so much.
Because we like you. And